0: Hey everyone, welcome to Around the Farm, the podcast about all things ag. I'm your host, Clint Schaffer, and today I'm going to be speaking with Michelle and Don from MyAg Data and talk about all the challenges around acreage reporting and how MyAg Data can help you save time and money. Stay tuned. Don, Michelle, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining here. How about uh, you introduce yourself uh, to our listeners here? Yeah, thanks so much, Clint. Uh, my
1: name is Don Behrman, and I'm coming to you today from South Central Illinois here in Effingham. And uh, that's where the business office for <clears throat> my data is located. And uh, uh, so I, I my history goes all the way back to I started my career working with farm input supply cooperatives, and I did that basically my entire my entire career. And as part of that work, uh, I got to be involved with all things having to do with technology and innovation at those at those at those cooperatives. And uh, uh, back in 2004, a group of us cooperatives decided to get together and create a company called Crop IMS that would do technology sorts of things for those companies so those members wouldn't have to do that each individually and we did that on the behalf of our members and one of those things that we became involved with with this idea of getting involved with electronic acreage reporting and since uh, my, my pedigree goes back to where I report to farmers those farmers were always looking for ways to improve things on the farm and this electronic acreage reporting was a real hot button for them so we were very eager and excited to be involved early on with the found, with the formation of what would become Myag Data, and uh, we've never looked back since. So that's just kind of a
0: real quick background for me. I am excited to dig into uh, all the inner workings of Myag Data. I think this is going to be an incredibly exciting conversation. But before we get there, Michelle, how about uh, how about you introduce yourself to the listeners?
2: Hi, uh, yeah, we're really excited to be here today. I'm Michelle Tressel. I lead the new business development and partnership efforts for MyAg Data. I come to MyAg Data with about 20 years of experience working in a highly regulated uh, environments with complex organizations, and most recently was with a SaaS technology organization that provided compliance for the Affordable Care Act. So very similar to the business model of bringing electronic acreage reporting to the USDA. Uh, I like to say my claim to fame is I grew up in a very small farming community in Canada. Um, I, I I do a little quiz with people, and I've yet to find anyone who can beat me. I graduated with 11 kids, so I have yet to find anyone who can beat me on having a smaller class size than that. So I open it up to the audience. Shoot me a note. If you graduated with less than 11 kids, I'd love to talk to you.
0: Oh, Michelle, I did not have a very big class, but I had about four times as many. So I was about 46 is, uh, is what I graduated with. So
2: that's a huge class, Clint. Just letting you know.
0: <laughs> that's like big city numbers there.
2: <laughs> big city numbers.
0: Well, I tell you what, I mean, between the two of you, you got, like, drastic uh, difference in weather right now, too. Don's probably, like, you know, sunshine and, like, warmth down in uh, south-central Illinois. And, and Michelle, you're probably, like, buried in, like, 10 feet of snow up there in Minnesota. Yeah, actually, two days
1: ago, we had 71 degrees here. Uh, Front came through yesterday, and now we we got down to 25 last night. But uh, we'll be back up in the 60s next week. And, yeah, we always tell, you know, this part of the country anytime you get by the Louisville farm show you gotta be ready because you could be going to the field so we're we're kind of in that mode here yeah
2: and I'm just thankful the kids are back in school we had such a big blizzard over the last few days this this is Friday and it's the first day of this week the kids have at school wow. so I'm thankful
0: Wow. yeah I think you said 14 inches of snow oh yeah
2: 14 inches of snow over the last two days. Uh, and I will say as much as everyone kind of grimaces when they hear that we really need the moisture. So I think everyone is pretty thankful we got the snow. Well,
0: I tell you what, uh, it's, it's great getting to know both of you. And, uh, again, I just can't wait to, to jump into the conversation. So let's dig right into it. Uh, I'd love to know, I mean, give me a little background. Uh, Don, you did a great job of kind of setting up where, where my data came from. Uh, how's it, how's it helping farmers out there?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> the, it's a lot of ways that the, it's really so hard. It's hard to describe actually for people, for people that aren't familiar with the process of acreage reporting, farmers have to go through all over, over the country every spring and everything for fall planted crops too. The, the average person on the street doesn't understand that, that there are actually processes like that, that still exist in the 21st century in the U S where, 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 Farmers operating very complex businesses, massive businesses in many cases, have to go through this process of filing acreage reports the way they do today. And Michelle will talk about that a little bit more today. But that process has really not changed in 40 years. And so, so and obviously everything else all around us has changed. And, and, and farmers appreciate the fact that you know they have, they have massive levels of technology in the farm. I mean, you all represent a really important piece of that to production ag today. And and it, and they just sort of scratch their heads when they have to go back to a forty-year-old process when it comes to, to to filing an acreage report at their FSA office. And it's not that they don't love their FSA people; they do because they're all parts of the community and all that. But but it's it, it's 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 time. It's time for 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 that whole process to move into the twenty-first century. And as I said earlier, when we we had the opportunity to become involved and be a part of this, the formation of this of, of what would become Miag Data. We were all in because we we just knew that this was something that was it wasn't a matter of if it was just a matter of when. And and the the, the, the and we won't take all day to tell that story today. But this has been a real labor of love. I tell people that us here at MyAG Data and the folks that have supported us from the beginning know that this is a real key thing for agriculture. That this is one of those things you can count. I tell people you can count on one hand the number of things or innovations that are going to impact farmers all across the country in the way that this will. There's not very many of those that farmers come across in their careers, but this is going to be one of them. And so, you know, we're we're really excited to be able to have been a part of this process, and we sort of feel like that it's it's to a point now where it can't be stopped. And so, but 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 there was there were times back in our 10-year history here with this process, we kind of scratched our heads and wonder if this is ever going to happen or not. Well, it is. And so, so you know, to answer your question, and and Michelle will get into this a little bit more, but the the, the biggest thing is just the, just the convenience and the time savings that farmers will have. But I think probably even more important than that is it's just going to be a way more accurate and a way more efficient process. And just imagine if you had to go file your tax returns, are writing them in, in in number two lead pencils all those forms that far, that people have to complete to file a tax return, and then hand that paper tax return to another producer Well, they have to go back and key it all into another system. Imagine all the errors that you'd run into, and all all the things that, that 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 just make that process just hugely inefficient. And on top of that, for farmers today, they have to do that same process again with their crop insurance folks. So it's 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 it, this has been on the USDA's radar screen for a long time to modernize this whole process, and I guess I'd like to think that we've kind of been a, a, a good colleague of theirs as they work through all this process. To where you know we're we're, we're really we're really hopeful, proud, and, and glad to see that this thing has come to the point where it is today.
0: Tell me a little bit more, you know, you, you talk about uh, the 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 process that's currently in place today and the time consumption that a farmer has. And I know, talking to my dad, when he's got to go up to the FSA office, it's like he has to book like half a day to to go do this. And he's a pretty, you know, he's a small acre farmer, right? And uh, it seems like there is a lot of time. Can you just give us a little insight on just what does that look like today?
2: You know, one of the things, as Don was talking about the history, We've been working alongside the USDA for 10 years to bring electronic acreage reporting to growers. Uh, It was mandated in the Farm Bill of 2014 that the burden would be eased on growers of having to perform the annual acreage reporting process. What does that look like? So uh, if you think about the United States and any grower that wants to participate in a federal farm program they're required to submit an acreage report to the FSA. About 98% of acres across the United States are currently covered under federal farm programs. That equates to about 2.5 million reports annually. Now, for every one of those reports, as you were talking about, Clint, uh, we we show a picture of what, what the acreage report looks like now. It's a paper map that every grower has to go down to their FSA office. They get a stack of maps. They take colored pencils and they write on it. They put their information on it. And trust me, if, if growers have handwriting anything like mine, I cannot even imagine those per technicians in the FSA trying to decipher what exactly I wrote on a piece of paper. But that's what happens. Paper maps go back into the FSA. The technicians manually input it, and then the information goes into the, the USDA, so it's, it's a really antiquated process, as Don has talked about, and really can lead to um, some inefficiencies as well as potential errors uh, due to just really standard manual uh, processes. So it, it's a very antiquated process currently.
0: You know, when, you, when you're explaining that to me, it, it makes me think of like, you know, however many years ago when you'd go on a family trip and either you took out the old Rand McNally map or you printed off MapQuest, you know, and here you are, you know, like, you know, with all the pieces of paper and now we just pop open a phone and it's all like, you know, half the time my phone knows exactly where I'm going anyway before I do. So uh, it just sounds like, you know, it's that kind of a process of getting us into that uh, that digital age here, which is uh, is incredibly exciting.
2: Yeah. And the USDA has, has been a part with us and we've been working alongside with them throughout the process in order for them to bring this to growers. So we're really excited to, to be a part of that as well.
0: Well, and you talk about the the accuracy as well. And uh, I think I was reading on your website that uh, it actually is you know it ends up with four point seven percent higher accuracy on reported acres, which I mean, that that's a that's a really big number for for accuracy wise?
2: yeah, there's there's three there are really three key benefits to a grower to move from the manual process into the electronic process. One is time saving. Uh, The average 1,500-acre grower spends about 12 hours uh, working on getting their uh, acreage reports done annually. Uh, With using the electronic process, you're using exactly the same data. There's no additional data required. You're just inputting it into a cloud-based technology. And by using that technology, you take that 12 hours down to about one hour. So it's an incredible time-saving uh, from a money perspective, Claim, you bring up, uh, if you are using your uh, machine data or your precision egg data, which, you know, we're going to talk about our partnership with Climate, uh, but, you know, by partnering between the two of us and using your, your precision egg data, you're going to be reporting your actual planted acres versus your CLU boundaries. That equates to it's actually between 5 and 7% reduction in your crop oh. insurance, which is real dollars that a, that a grower can save. Um, additionally, your APH is going to be more accurately uh, reflected as you think about the fact you're only recording the acres that you are planting. Um, so those are two key benefits. The third we've talked about a little bit, which is accuracy, right? If you are not having that uh, that issue with manual data entry, You as the grower are submitting your data directly into the USDA Clearinghouse. We're the only third party that has access into the USDA Clearinghouse. You're submitting your data directly into the Clearinghouse. That's going over to FSA for your acreage reporting, but it's also going over to your crop insurance specialist for your crop insurance. So one source of data. So three key benefits
0: yeah and and i i i what I'm hearing is those three key benefits equals you know time and money and I think that's uh about the the, the most important aspects to a to a farming operation right
2: correct exactly
0: <laughs> now that is uh that that is incredible well what are some of the you know and i know you guys have been working on uh on continuing to build this out what are some of the the key exciting developments that uh, that y'all have going on in uh at myag data well
1: there's there there are are many uh i'll just say. We we've, we've been focused obviously on this electronic acreage reporting, you know, from from our inception, and 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 we'll continue to make that a major focus of what we do. The, the thing though that we don't hardly ever talk about that will apply as equally as dramatically as electronic acreage reporting is electronic production reporting, and 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 so we're we're kind of doing this in in phases here or steps. But I I, I personally think that. I mean, this electronic acreage reporting is like shooting fish in a barrel here. I mean, it's 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 easy, it makes sense, it's just it's something that's gonna happen very quickly. I actually think electronic production reporting maybe take a little bit longer because there's some other moving parts to that. But 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 there's but but it's gonna be something that farmers will come to realize very quickly and very obviously though, gosh, if I do this up for my 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 product my planning reporting. Why don't I do it for production reporting? Because I got the same set of tools, the same set of information sources. Why don't I just do that electronically too? So that that's something that you'll see us talk a lot more about as as we get into spring and for the remainder of twenty twenty three, because we want to make sure we raise awareness of that and 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 that that en, that en, that engages the crop insurance folks, I think, a lot too. And when, when you talk to them about you know what they have to do for claims processing and things like that. They're, you've got a whole another set of people that can benefit from that being automated, and that being more electronic, and that being more accurate. So, electronic production reporting is something that I'd I, I challenge folks to be open to and be aware of as we talk about things here as, as time goes on, because
0: that's going to be important too. So, so what I'm hearing you say, Don, is that uh, electronic uh, production reporting might be a little bit more accurate than trying to guess how much grains in my grain bin. Oh, I don't know, unless you're really good at throwing rocks up there and seeing how tall it is. Yeah, I know some people are pretty good at that, and and throwing rocks. You you must have been on our farm a few times when I've done when I've been there. Yeah,
1: I have been around the block once, and I know how some of this stuff works. So. Again, it's just another application of how farmers have this 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 significant investment in technology in the farm. Why can't we use it for these things? And acreage reporting is one thing, production reporting is they got all, all this information about what they've grown, where they've grown it. Why can't we use that to, to, to make our production reporting equally as effective and efficient as 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 the planning report is? And and, and we'll get there. But that's that's one of the things we're excited about too.
0: Well, Michelle, I know you talked about the the connectivity between MyAg Data and FieldView. H- how long has FieldView and MyAg Data been working together now?
2: So, FieldView and MyAg Data have been working together for almost as long as we've been working with the USDA. And Don, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about some of that history of how how we met and how we've been partnering throughout the years.
1: Part of our our being out here in the world is not only working alongside the USDA and help them understand some things that that have to do with with these with these reporting systems but we've also tried to work with really strategic folks in the industry to help them be aware of what we thought we knew about where this process was going and one of those one of those folks of course is you all at Climate Fieldview and and, and I I, I we, we, have, we have paperwork where we traded between each other back going back all the way to 2018. I actually think we've had discussions going all the way back to 2015 and 2016. So we've, we've, we've known each other for a while. We, we, we've kept each other in touch with, with what each of us were doing. And, and, and we're really, right now, with the advent of this thing, it's been exciting for us to go back and, and sort of reawaken those relationships with people that it's kind of like, okay it's time now, you know, it's like you've been patiently waiting. And so, so yeah, we're, we're we've got a long, rich history with, with you all. And, and, uh, uh, and, and I think folks that that are utilizing your technology on the farm and there are many, that this is going to be a, this is going to be a real leveraging tool that I think can really help us ramp up bringing this message to producers about how, you know, this is just, this is another application of the investment that you've made with a good technology partner, to help help solve a problem that 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 you may or may not know you have that 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 can that can bring this electronic acreage and hopefully production reporting to the farm and so yeah we we've, we've been at this for a while.
0: So, so let's talk about this connection. I would assume it's uh, built around a, an API. Automatically flows. Uh, what, what's really? What is all the data that's getting sent back and forth uh, between FieldView and MyAg Data? So, so, so the main thing is,
1: and and Michelle could talk about this a little bit more. But the main thing is that when farmers have a relationship with you, they have the ability to connect. Environments like ours to your environment so that that data can just flow and they really don't have to do anything other than just enable for that connection to exist and be active. And so that makes the, 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 the information population process in MyAg Data even more seamless than what it would be if you had to go enter that information into MyAg Data manually. And so that's, that's one of the key things I think that, that for any producer that's utilizing your technology that's a really convenient way for them to get started. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's one of the reasons why we have these relationship with you all to begin with, because we know that data is out there. We know that technology exists and farmers are using it. And, and, it, and it, it just makes a huge amount of sense to, to, to work together to try to help solve this problem for the producer.
0: You know, w- one of the things that I, I've talked to a lot of folks around the country, uh, about is, is, you know, these types of integrations, to me is is what makes making sure your equipment is set up correctly calibrated correctly and you're collecting the best information that you can on that field because uh, I always say you got one shot at that right you don't get to, you don't get to have uh, 23 planting season again or 23 harvest again yeah you have one shot to do that uh, and i just see the the importance of of good data in uh, at the very beginning at field level uh, with this type of an integration
2: yeah, I, I think you've nailed it. It has been, uh, you know, as we've been out talking to growers about the the launch of this nationwide for 2023, we've been out talking. We were actually just at the National Farm Machinery Show and had an opportunity to talk to a lot of growers. And uh, we were actually really surprised at the percentage of growers that are relying on their precision egg data. And so for them, a lot of conversations we had was they were really excited to leverage their Field View Plus data and to be able to bring that in and know that that source of truth that they have through Field View Plus, that they're gonna be able to leverage that in order to make acreage reporting even simpler than it was before. Um, so that, that's that been a, a really big uh, improvement that growers are pretty excited about being able to leverage that Field View Plus. Is,
0: is it an easy process to connect the two systems together?
2: Clint, I just, I so want to say no, but of course it's yes. Uh, So for a grower, it's really easy. They can get to My Egg Data a couple of ways. You can go right into your uh, climate account, go to the partner page, search for My Egg Data. You'll find us, click on the link. Registration is very simple. Remember, you're only having to give the same information that you would give on your paper form. So with that, registration is easy. And when it's time to upload your data, there's just a button that says, do you want to to connect to your FieldView Plus? You click that button, authorize it, and there is an API connection. Clint, you are absolutely right. And we pull in data twice daily. Grower doesn't have to do anything. With the connection twice daily, we'll get a feed out of your FieldView Plus and that will give you real time access to your data in your electronic acreage reporting.
0: So as a farmer, I don't have to go in and and continue to push data. You're automatically automatically calling that once that uh, connection's made.
2: Correct. That was really important as we worked with Climate on putting together the partnership. Both of us had one key initiative in mind, which was how do we make it easier for the grower? And uh, when we built that API, we wanted to make sure that the grower would have to go in. Clearly, we want them to authorize the connection. Uh, but after that is done, we wanted to make it as easy as possible for the grower. So, great partnership.
0: Now, now one of the uh, the other questions I'd have here would be around, um, let's say if something happens in the field and, and a mistake is made somewhere, right? Whether GPS cut out or something happened, is there an opportunity on the on the backside to to do some manual corrections if needed?
2: Absolutely. If uh, in the in the occurrence that there was an error in the machine data or the grower was looking at the machine data and like ah that's not right, the grower has the option on a field by field basis to choose if they want to go back to the standard CLU boundaries, which is what has previously been reported, or they can also make manual corrections. To the machine data that that came in, so they do have those two different options if they think the data is incorrect.
0: Well, always a curveball thrown in, you know. I know Dad and I. Next thing you know, you got everything set up, GPS running, and next thing you know, it just you know shuts off sometime throughout uh, throughout the time. So uh, it's always good to have those backup plans.
2: Absolutely. Well, h-
0: how can how can folks go out and and learn more about uh, about myag data?
2: Yeah, so you can go through your climate connections through the partner page. That'll connect you right into My Egg Data. Or you can go out to myeggdata.com. And we have a lot of literature on our website, a lot of information. Uh, and you can always submit a request to talk to one of us on the team. And we'd be happy to, to get on the phone with you and walk you through what the process looks like and help you understand the benefits for your farm. So we're here, just reach out.
0: Well, I tell you what—we have a quick little segment that I'd like to—I'd like to do, uh, and it's called "This or That." And so, we're just going to go quick on this, but I'm going to ask you an either-or question. You got to just give me an answer of of which one. So, we're going to start out though, uh, since you said the National Farm Machinery Show, Louisville or Louisville? Louisville.
1: Yeah, it right. That's not
0: right. <laughs> Louisville.
1: Louisville. <laughs> Don and I actually had
2: arguments about this. (laughs) I had to teach her how to say it right. I didn't want her to stick out. I still can't do it right.
1: (laughs) I know. You have to
0: practice. I'm sorry. You're close. All right. Next one. Auger wagon or grain cart? Grain cart. Grain
1: cart is what I'd vote.
0: All right. All right. I always lose this one. I'm an auger, auger wagon guy. So, uh, how about Apple or Android? Apple. Ooh. Apple. I wish we had another choice. <laughs> how about uh, Cheez Its or Chex Mix? Chex
2: Mix all the way.
1: I think so too. Yeah. Sorry.
0: I thought I'm going to agree on that one. How about coffee or soda? Oh, wow. Oh how about pop? Pa, that was my next one it was gonna be soda or pop I should have led with that one first <laughs> Poppy, I'm sorry <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you on that one all right last one how about cats or dogs
1: dogs easy i, I i'm I'm equally attuned to either one ah all right, it's all right. The good ones
2: so so who won Don or I <laughs> who who won
0: I you know I think it's just a it's it's a toss up right there you know Michelle so I think uh, I I was I was probably with y'all on a, on a few and I am I probably missed a couple on myself so uh but uh that that, that was fun it's uh, it's always good to get everybody's perspective here you know Well hey uh as we wrap this up is there anything else that uh, that y'all like to uh to talk about
2: well, I was just going to add that uh, you know as we bring this uh new efficient approach to the, to the growing community. Uh, we just want everyone to know that we're here to answer questions. Uh, one of the things that we heard a lot in Louisville was, what are you doing with our data? Uh, we are a standalone company. We do not have any other uses for your data other than transmitting to the USDA Clearinghouse. Uh, so I think that that was something that growers were really interested in. Uh, and and then just finally, as, as they have questions about this new process, know that we're a small company. Uh, we come from farming backgrounds. We understand what they're doing today and know that we're here to help them.
0: That is great i I know you know michelle i we, we've heard a lot of that too from uh you know just talking with customers uh over the course of the last few years of of the data data privacy and and things of that nature and that is always a concern, so it's great to hear uh hear that uh th- those comments and uh, I know that's gonna be important to our listeners there right
2: well, we've had a lot of fun today, Clint
0: well. Michelle, Don, I have had an absolute blast. Uh, Great conversation. And uh, thank you for joining us here on Around the Farm. Thank you. Appreciate
2: it. Nice
0: to meet you. Hey, a big thanks to Michelle and Don for joining us here on the show. That was a great conversation. Also, thanks to you, the listener. Be sure to share this with a friend, hit that like button, and subscribe to our channels as well. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts at. And also, Around the Farm is brought to you by Climate Field View. And until next time, we'll see you around the farm.